welcome to Tiny Victories, the show where we offer up minor accomplishments and fleeting joys. I'm Laura House. Annabelle is out on book leave for a little bit longer, but we have an incredible comedian guest co-host. I'm very excited. I think of her as just my friend, but you should know she's Emmy nominated. She's a WGA <laughs> award winner. She's written. That's right. She's giggling. She's written on. She wrote on Conan for 11 years. She's author of No Kidding, one of my favorite books. It's a funny book about grief that got me through a very hard time. It's called Dead People Suck. She's co-host of Maximum Fun's own podcast, The Jackie and Lori Show. It's Lori Kilmartin. Wow. And I'm I'm Lori Kilmartin. And yes, Emmy nominated. Nominated. Each week on the show. <laughs> no, no actual Emmy. No matter what kind of week we've all had, we'll share one thing that gives us a reason to get out of bed what we like to call a tiny victory. That is right. So thanks for joining us for the next 15 minutes or so. Just hit pause on your anxiety. Why not? I'll stop worrying about how much potassium I need and you should stop worrying about cheating fishermen. <laughs> That's the dumbest story. <laughs> but they were cheating fishermen. They were load putting lead in the fish and like it weighed more than it looks like. Oh my God. Were people eating the fish? I mean, that's. No, it was like for fishing contests, like the type my dad would right. genuinely watch for entertainment. Shameful. Well, I'll stop worrying about Chonkosaurus. <laughs> Deal. And now <laughs> let's get tiny. Coming up on the show, I'm talking with Lori about an array of things. Join us, won't you? And our sponsor this week is Lumi Labs. So you've probably heard about microdosing. Um, if not, just uh, no, all kinds of people microdose. They do it to feel healthier and perform better or just chill. There's all kinds of uh, ways you can use it. And Lori, I feel like it's something you, you like. I do. And I heard about it on your show, listening to your show. And I actually, <laughs> even though they sponsored us for a little while, I used uh, your code to get uh, whatever the percentage off was. Oh yeah. It's like, it's like 30% off. Yeah. Well, I ran out, which is why I'm running on one and a half hours of sleep. So I'm glad to, Aww. I'm glad to read this because, and to tell you, how much I, uh, how much they helped me get to sleep, and I really liked them. But they didn't make oh, wow. me loopy and crazy and kooky, you know. They were like the right amount so that I could sleep, but not, you know, wake up in a in some sort of haze. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a big uh, uh, hot smoker, so I don't know even what a haze looks like. But I've heard it described <laughs> like fuzzy brain, right? And it doesn't do that. It just helps you sleep, and then you're. Good. And they taste good. They have little, sh they're a little sugary on the outside. So it just, you know, it feels like you're just mm. uh, treating yourself to a little snack before bedtime. But guess what? <laughs> Microdose is available nationwide, all 50 states. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use the code TINY to get free shipping and 30% off your first offer. Links can be found in the show description. But again, that's microdose.com, code tiny pretty great 30 percent off is yeah it's big so first of all Lori, thank you thanks for coming mm -hmm. annabelle has she writes books right i don't know if you you've written two books right you have shitty mom and dead people suck i think hers is doing well though so th that's the difference she, 
it's it's one but it's still it's my understanding it takes a long time to write a book it does i loved her book i read it i already listened to it it was great oh that's awesome yeah so she she's out on book leave and so i turned to you and jackie and i was saying like as i read your credits and your introduction i get starstruck by you like in my head i'm just i'm like oh that's Lori. she's my friend and i'm like you're amazing. <laughs> Look at all these things you've done. So I just, I'm excited to get to just talk with you. I love to talk to you, with you and you are amazing. And I've known you for so long since, since way back in Texas, you know, Texas days. I was an opener. I think you were, you were featuring. I worked at a comedy club for the audience. Like uh, I worked at, a, I sold tickets at a comedy club to get my nerve up to try stand up. Yeah. And Lori was already like a pro comic. All road dates in the 90s start to meld together into one <laughs> underpaid week. So I can't like, re- I, yes. but I know that I've known you for a long time and I know that I met you there. No, it's crazy. And then it's neat that, you know, we um, cross paths and all these, you know, we, we have all this overlay, you know, we're, we both landed on the Maximum Fun Network. The podcast didn't even exist when we met. So look how time has marched on. <laughs> and destiny brought us together. <laughs> Again and again, it won't. <laughs> destiny won't leave us alone. Girl, we get it. <laughs> Girl, okay, we're friends. Destiny, <laughs> calm down. So, um, a new king was crowned in England not long ago, mm-hmm. and I I have not really gotten to talk to you about your opinions or your experience with this, but I know you're at least dare I say semi, if not fully obsessed with the royals. You and I were teenagers at the same time when Princess Diana became, yes, you know, Lady Diana beca- was thrown on into our lives, right? Yeah, it was the biggest, most giantest thing. Yeah, I ha- I went full throttle, had a short haircut, you know, parted on the side. Oh, hair, everything. Yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah, so you w- so you were like, I make make my head look like her, right? I'm going to be a princess. That's what I decided. All I remember about Prince Charles was were jokes that Johnny Carson told, and the entire family seemed unappealing. Let, let me guess, big ears? Yes, and Princess Anne and the horse face, and Elizabeth with the purse. Uh, and uh, so Diana, you know, <laughs> I became interested in Diana and then, you know, followed her, and then after she passed, I kind of just wasn't didn't care about them anymore. They just seemed gross with uh, Camilla and stuff. Um, and then I guess became reinterested after Meghan Markle married into the family. That was so oh, interesting, exciting, you know. Um, and I'm not a squatty. Those are those are actual Sussex squad people on on Twitter that really spend a lot of time defending the Sussexes. But I'm I'm like in I follow them. I'm in that camp. They have a name, Squatty. The Sussex Squad and their Squatties. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know the ins and outs of it. I yeah. just know that, like, you you have a lot of opinions, like, that they blocked you. <laughs> the royal family did block me on social media. Um, but I love that you were, like, because everything about them is very old-timey, but it's such a modern thing that so you were petty. royally blocked. <laughs> so petty. <laughs> Someone working for the royals was like, we, we can't have this as a follower. <laughs> I was relieved. And because they blocked me, there's no way to get information about the royal family now. You know that. Yeah, uh, no, they absolutely <laughs> cut off all the, All the, access. Yeah. You, all access. There's no way for you to ever learn anything about them. I. What's interesting to me about it, and I'm sure there's a tiny victory in here somewhere that we... I think there's a tiny victory in just bonding over huge international 
event, like you can just, you know, there's a venting about it and there's a connecting with people about it. And Annabelle and I talk sometimes about there is a tiny victory in hate bonding (laughs) and that sort of thing. But you were saying about your interest in the royal family, I think is pretty common to a lot of people of Mm -hmm. when an outsider came in, we got interested in the royal family. It's like the royal family itself is not as interesting as a a Markle, a Diana that when you go, oh, like, because then you're suddenly in their shoes, like, God, that must be an insanely bizarre experience. And and the crown would uphold that as as correct. If if we're to believe the crown, it is. Yeah, I was quite relieved with how easy it seemed that Prince Harry got in and out of the coronation. And it wasn't the um mm. he wasn't he didn't look humiliated or depressed he looked kind of like mm. you know he looked like a californian he's quite tan walked in looking good <laughs> for him to get tan is a tiny victory he's he's so ginger yeah so that that felt i, I felt a lot of real i didn't realize how much anxiety i had about it but i when it went okay i was i was quite relieved and I think a, a major victory is the legal victory he's probably about to have against um, the Daily Mail and Rupert Murdoch in general, which I think is a bigger, big, big thing about it's not just about lies about him. It's about how Britain was you know, right. tricked into voting for Brexit and all this kind of stuff and and how that's leading to the crumbling of their democracy. And it's not just him. It's Hugh, uh, Hugh Grant and a few other celebrities who, um, you know, were were hacked for repeatedly and Harry probably hacked since he's a teenager where just listening to voicemails uh, that he's leaving or, or excuse me, that are being left for him that give, you know, give you all the details of his life. They, an article is printed and now the person thinks that the, the other person they spoke to leaked to the press. So now all of a sudden I can't trust oh. Laura House because that one thing I told Laura House just got printed in the Daily Mail well, she must be talking to the Daily Mail. That's kind of what happened to him. People were accessing his private information and then that's turning them against each other. And Yeah, I mean, the really, something. really bad thing is a girl, a teenage girl was murdered in Britain and the press accessed her voicemails to see what was happening. Oh. And it, it made it seem like uh, the voicemails had been listened to. They had been, but the parents thought that their daughter was still alive because... The voicemails were registered as listened <gasps> oh. to. So it's not just it's it's even beyond, you know, if you don't if you're you don't care for a royal for you know prince yes. privacy is violated. It's just like horrors like that against um just regular people who who can't afford to sue or just give up and go, all right, I'll take money and I'll stop talking, I'll sign an NDA. Yes. That's what Harry's fighting. Right. And he believes that the stress of this, what they did to his wife, to Meghan Markle, caused a miscarriage and caused him to lose a child. And that's a fury that no amount of money can satiate. And he doesn't need the money. Oh, yeah. He'll only make more money from this because he'll be completely free from any sort of obligation. And he can, you know, they're, they're, they... They're fine. So it's it's exciting to watch that. And I, I just as a person who just wishes the world was better and yes. Brexit hadn't happened, because I think that led to Trump right. being elected. I think the whole it's all, 
you know, it's all kind of connected in a way. And uh, so it's a way of writing a ship that really fell in the wrong direction. I honestly don't pay attention to a lot of things. I'm a bit of a fish. I'm a bit of a fish. I'm a bit of a, hey, that's neat. And I, um, so I actually love that you connected those things. Tiny victories came from the feeling of things can be, the bad can feel so overwhelming, which is what you're talking about. The bad of this, the, the, you know, democracies collapsing and Mm -hmm. being unfairly repped in the press. And because there's, you know, they're all owned by this one guy, et cetera. And but the t- the victory of like you know what I, I like even I'm hearing like finding someone to root for finding something to root for there is like that that yeah that tiny right. victory of yes of hope in there and um, we're gonna take a break to to hear about another show on the network and when we come back we'll probably talk about a bra or something I don't know listen we'll <laughs> yay <laughs> we'll figure it out. I'm glad you said that because nobody says that. Can I just say thank you to you for such a thoughtful interview? Oh, my God. Yeah, I think you nailed it. Bullseye. Interviews with creators you love and creators you need to know. Listen to the Bullseye podcast only from NPR and Maximum Fun. Welcome back to Tiny Victories. I'm Lara House. And I'm Lori Kilmartin. I, ha- I had done a find and replace very clumsily. Um, okay. <laughs> it said, I'm Kilmartin Gerwich. <laughs> We're back. I, I loved hearing all that about the Royals because I, I, you know, I just, I, I, I know things in such pieces of information. So I like when someone can connect it and, and break it down for me. And um, I had a tiny victory that I don't know if it's a victory or a defeat. So I want you to tell that'll that'll be the little game we'll play here. Victory or defeat? Mm-hmm. So I got um, I have uh, here's a little victory of I, I've changed sizes re- recently. My bod has sized down a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like a really good friend can tell you something k- kind of terrible like, hey, uh, I know this good bra store. And you're like, OK, I, I get it. <laughs> Uh, I didn't ask. Thank you. Yes. When it's uh, like, but there's the friend that can tell you you have the thing on your teeth and you and there's not like shame in it. It was the friend that can go like that was that was that friend that was like, hey, yeah, uh, good job on this on the this size adjustment. And I know this good bra place. So this is what happened in, in my home with um, my fiance, Brian, who I, I love very much and always listens to the show is I was wearing a little hoodie that I've worn no less than two years, maybe three. I wear it very, very often. And I and I wore this new bra, and this is what Brian, who's very attentive and loving, this is what he said to me. He said, is, is that a new jacket? <laughs> so aside from the other crimes he didn't even know it wasn't a hoodie he thought it was a jacket oh well that's just kind of his word for it he actually might have said sweater and i adjusted it it was more he will, he will call any kind of jacket a sweater and i i i don't stop him because i it's so it feels so old timey it feels like yeah. he is from nebraska but it it feels like he's very freshly from nebraska <laughs> he just calls 
Like how grandma just called everything that one thing, right. even though you're like, there's different words for this, but he's like, is that a cardigan? You're like, no, it's a leather jacket. Listen, yeah, it's, it I'm <laughs> getting on my Harley. Oh, that's what a cute, take your sweater. Okay. Um, no, he'll call everything a sweater. So he probably say, <laughs> take your Hells Angel sweater. <laughs> Here's your, I, I sewed a new Hells Angel patch on your sweater. Okay. You have to learn <laughs> more words for, uh, outer garments. Um, hi, Brian. But it was like a victory to get noticed. But I was also like, how bad were my boobs and my old bra that it made it made an old hoodie look like a new <laughs> a new piece of clothing? Like how high did my how low were my boobs and how high did this bra, bra jack them up? Those are great questions. They are answerable via pictures in your phone. Um, I also <laughs> I feel like this just I, it indicates how masculine Brian is, is that he he oh. didn't even realize it was a new bra. He actually thought it was a new hoodie, you know, to to make oh, that yeah. kind of mistake is such a testosterone laden <laughs> mistake that and congratulations to you Do on you your man. So? That's all meaning because he noticed the boot. But like, do you think it was code like like a different man would have gone? Hey, your rack's looking good today. But he was like politely going, oh, is that a new? And maybe there's no congratulations in this, but he's extremely straight. It would seem to me that anyone with <laughs> even a, a dash. Oh, that his eyes went right to the the boob area. A dash of homosexuality wouldn't have realized you had, you know, there was a lift involved. It's just a, a commentary on masculinity, I guess. And it may be completely inaccurate <laughs> based on my old opinions because I, too, come from the cardigan sweater era. I like it. Yeah. To be honest, there's kind of a, a nice victory for me to be around um, a guy like that. I've been with guys who, if you lose weight, they're, like, suddenly extra interested in a way that's rude. Yes. Very rude. <laughs> do, very rude. You know what I'm talking Yes, like, I do. Like it's, they're almost like finally. Yes, I've been waiting so long. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so that was my little tiny bra victory. I love it. I love it. Um, I uh, this is a very tiny victory. Is um, and maybe when I oh, yeah. the more I say it, it's not. But my dog, uh, she chewed her harness, the straps off her harness, and the harness was uh, eight ninety nine from from Chewy and I took it to get repaired because okay. I try to fix things and I just throw them away. And uh, the repair was $13. And so I could have replaced it, <laughs> but, Oh no, but you know what? I, I did the earth, the tiniest of favors and uh, had it, <laughs> had those two pieces sewn together instead. Also maybe the tiny victory of lesson learned. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure my dog learned that lesson and will never chew a harness again. <laughs> I don't th I don't think the dog did, but it's like, oh, either order oh. these in bulk yeah. or. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so great. Yeah. Um, thanks to you and Brian and my boobs and bras. And anyway, that's it for this week's show. We did not get to a call today, but uh, in advance, thank you to everyone who calls in. Please keep them coming. You can call the Tiny Victory Hotline anytime. It's a hotline. 323-285-1675. You can also email us, send a voicemail recording to tinyvictories at maximumfun.org. 
and help us get the word out about the show. Please tell your friends, your family, or anyone you think needs a little bit of goodness in their lives. Thanks to Brian Swartz for our theme music. Our producer is Laura Swisher and our editor is Nihar Patel. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, may you have fancy, extravagant coronations of tiny victories. What? (laughs) (laughs) This is a production of Maximum Fun. Yeah, it is. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.